sunshine and I'll shit on your parade Don't get me started on doing my cocaine My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name Fifth in the family but first in my mind One out of ten but I'm ranking just fine We've only got now, there's no afterlife Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight Everyone's coming on Kyle tonight Wait, what? No, nobody's coming on Kyle tonight Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight You can't shut this mouth, but you're welcome to try Right. So that's the motto here at Kyle Buffalo. We do have one wrong thing tonight, dude. One wrong thing. We have one wrong thing, and and we're going to jump into it very quickly. But first of all, welcome everybody to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, Season 2, Episode 18. 18. Eighteen. Eighteen. Ooh, old enough to get fucked in Season 2. That is. Yeah, we are Season 2 eligible for fuck. Yeah. That is what we are. We're eligible for the fuck this year. If anybody's got nothing to do later, come get the fuck with us. <laughs> come get the fuck. Come get the come fuck, fuck our show up with us. Well, welcome again, everybody. Do Kyle Mocha won't shut up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha, and oh, I'm hey, going to be Kyle. doing a lot of the not shutting up here. True. As always, I am joined by Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Justin, how are you doing this week? I'm good, man. You're doing well? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're, you're a cruel, cruel piece of shit this week. Oh, why? It gives you what you brought. Oh, yeah. Because what you brought, I'm I, not happy. I sort of not- I noticed it, and then uh, we were joking about it, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy it. This it's, is going to be terrible. I think it's one of the few times that we know it's going to be bad. I think I'm going to like it, because I like <sighs> terrible things, though. It's 10% I, alcohol. It's 10% Literally, alcohol. At first, when I read it, I was like, oh, 100% alcohol. I'm That's like, what I damn. thought when you showed me. I was like, there's like, no physical way we could drink this. Yeah. 100, 100%. But it's 10%. But it's 10%. And yeah. and the thing that we're talking about that we're going to be drinking here is uh, a Long Island iced tea, blackberry flavored from TGI Fridays. Uh, yes. And I know one person who's really, 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 really excited about yeah. cracking into one. That would be Mr. Zachary. 
Storming. Good pop. Good pop. Smells like full. Immediately bad. Immediately bad smell. All right, let's all get a popping. Let's all get to popping here. Jesus fucking Smells like Christ. Tar- like the, like I'm really smelling the room. Gummies. I can smell the room before I even oh, move the thing over to my fucking man. face. Oh, it is Blackberry Long ooh. Island. Yeah, so a Blackberry Long Island iced tea. This is what, like a nice 16-ounce can or something like that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm it's, it's terrified. It's not as bad as I thought it was going t- to first, be. First taste wasn't bad? No. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a first taste. There's definitely an aftertaste. I'm going to be honest. I like it. It's not. It's not bad. Jesus Christ! That really isn't bad. No. Nah. But for ten percent alcohol. Ten percent alcohol. Four in. Four in. I'm not going to be able to taste it, so it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all because after four of these, I won't be able to feel my face. I won't be able to feel my feet, and that's called <laughs> diabetes. Yeah. I think four 100%. of these would just give you diabetes. Yeah. For You're sure. Right. You're right. All right. Well, can, we, can we remake all the diabetes testing supply commercials with you? With me? <laughs> yes. This will give you diabetes. I'm telling you. And this thing will test for your diabetes. I could be Wilford Brimley. I could do that. Ooh. I look like him enough. Ding. Another one. Um, Another one. Every time. Every week. It's a sound like. effect board. I it's have. a nice sound effect board. It's a really nice yeah. one. You get that weird one that, that sounds like bubbles. Yeah. The one that sounds oh, like yeah. we're just blowing just milk bl- bubbles. Blown bubbles. The milk yeah. bubbles yeah, the sound effect. Bubble sound it's a really effect. weird sound effect. I yes. don't know where you get it so often from. Well, well this week we have a very, very special uh, episode. Very special episode. We are joined by a uh, first time guest. Uh, A regular at the uh, wonderful Cinder Inn, our weekly sponsor, without them knowing it. Um, We are joined by Mr. Jason Cobb. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, thank you. We give applause to people we like. And it's offensive to other people who listen who have been on the show and didn't get applauded. And that's, I guess, why, I guess that's why we do it. Aw. Aw. Oh, man. It's, oh, man. He brings us oh. warm beer, though, so I don't yes. know what we're applauding there. All and right. guitars and amps. Well, and guitars and, and amps and friendship of, and, 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 and niceness. Yeah. Uh, but realistically, James, it's the people it's who want beer. us to be mean to you. We don't want to do We've it. We've reached That's out to all of them. That's what the fans want. We've reached out to all of them, and they've said meanness. Meanness is what, what everybody wants. But we're, James, uh, I brought cold beer, buddy. He brought cold beer, brother. He brought the cold beer. Good now, shit. Now, Jay, uh, Jason, yeah. uh, Jason Cobb, Jay Swan, uh, many, man of many names. We're going to be getting to an uh, in-depth conversation about exactly why he's here and something Awesome and special that he's brought along for us to try at the uh, towards the end of the show. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. But you're going to hear him throughout the show, and that that's who it is. It's Jason Cobb. And if you don't know, uh, just Google him. Know. Google him. That's what I'm just saying. Just Google Jason Cobb Swan. <laughs> and yeah. by the time we get to it, you're going to be ready for a good, good fucking interview. Yeah. Now, uh, a good fucking, a good fucking a good and a good fucking. interview. That's good what we're into. Um, so speaking of good things that have happened in the world, um, I don't know if this is good. Uh, it is on the train of diabetes, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> the all diabetes train. All aboard the diabetes yeah, train. We're clipping peaking, a bit there. Clipping, I, yeah, clipping, I don't know. Peaking, we're peaking and clipping. Clipping, clipping a little bit. A little bit. Clipping a little bit. But speaking, trying, of, speaking of Pappy, even, shit, you know? the Pappy is a good Sorry. segue. Uh, right next door to Floods. Yes. In the last couple of weeks. Oh I have God. not been. I they can't wait to go. Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop. Can't wait to go. Yep. I, I did not go inside because it was the afternoon and I was drinking and I don't feel like I should belong in a room full of children and candy in the afternoon while I'm drinking. Right. Um, but I think that this place is missing out on their hours. They need to stay open to at least midnight. You're right. Because it You're is right. a candy shop. 
That is yeah. directly next to one of the most popular bars on Main Street, sure. Stroudsburg. And what I love about it is it took a business that I mean, there was a business there for what, like twenty, that was the, twenty-five the painting years. Place, yeah. yeah, and then it was like, uh, and then last year they went out life. of business and it became like a framing shop or whatever for yeah. like one year. Wasn't it a clothing store too? A clothing store before that. Yeah, I for think like they years. moved down a couple yeah. places now. But it was that, oh, it was Sassy Girl. That's no, what then took it over. Was Sassy Girl. Then it was oh, yeah. Sassy Girl. But, but I think wait, before so, so was, was that, checking the mannequins. Either way, either in way, between either transitions, way. I think that it went through another another one in there somewhere. So, but yeah. this is promising. They did a nice remodel on it. It is your classic all American candy shop. Yeah, dude, it's and awesome. The font that they're using, I love. It's called Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop. Well, did or you candy read store. about them? Uh, I I did not, but okay. I was gonna I was gonna uh, hypothesize something here. Uh, well, all the font that I'm uh, that they use is the Willy Wonka font. Yeah, they uh, specifically so, say they are inspired by Wonka. Oh, and Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Joe. I get and it Grandpa now. Joe is yes. is the is the main grandfather. Exactly. Uh, Do we know who owns it? I don't, because I'm curious. This is what I'm hypothesizing. Is it Grandpa Joe's Bagels? Did they just decide? Well, that's Grandpa Pete. That was, that was Grandpa, Grandpa Pete. Pete. There yeah. we go. There we go. And I doubt it. Cause... And probably not. Probably yeah. not, because that place wasn't good. Have you been in floods? Uh, well, this is... I was going to say. My, my two My two things about this place, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. Is... I got a text from Zach. Yes. He was at Floods. Yes. And he sent me a picture of little baby hands and said, Floods is, I feel sorry for the cleaner. Floods is just littered with, not littered with candy, but like candy residue everywhere. Everywhere. It's just sticky. And then the other picture that I saw was Charlie, I guess so, Charlie Pishnik at the jukebox with like what he hauled in for the day. Like just the candy. Yes, just the so, candy. So, dude, let me tell you about my in, night at Floods. Have you been into this candy shop? I have not. Okay. Because I couldn't make myself do it. All right. Last Saturday, me and Pat go to Floods. Yeah. Early, like 7. Um, and it's the regular crowd. Yeah. Like, you know. People drinking the blood. I don't have to say the names. You know all the guys and gals yeah. that are in there. The corner. And they're, uh, everyone yeah, has yeah, just been corner. going over to get candy the whole time. So, there's cups full of vodka all over the bar. Full of vodka and gummy bears oh, and Skittles. Oh, like, I didn't even think about that. People are putting everything. Did not think about that. That's an awesome idea. Candy. I didn't think about that. Jesus That's Christ. People are just passing it around. Everyone, we're all just eating alcohol-soaked yeah. candy. And then they, they're playing the jelly beans. If they allow you to bring outside food in, you're good. True. Wait, you use jelly beans? No, they're throwing jelly beans. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's throwing oh. jelly beans at <laughs> okay. each other, trying to catch them in their mouth. Joey Sprofkin, the champion, he said that his nickname used to be Mr. Goldfish. Oh. <laughs> he could carry, he could catch so many goldfish. I was saying it's definitely not because he forgets things every three seconds. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that wouldn't make, make any sense. 30 seconds. Yes. I think the whole thing is a, is a hoax. But anyway, the so place was fucking jumping, and there was candy fucking everywhere. It's going to be wild for the next See, I don't weeks. think Kyle lets outside food and beverage in, though. We do not let outside no. food or beverage nope. into the cinder, especially nope. alcoholic beverages. Well, Man. See, I don't think Fudge does strict, either, but it's us. Very strict, Carol. Yeah. Well, Whoa, I, I mean, as far as, as far as the fucking uh, candy being an outside, I think... I don't know. If I walk in and I got a stick of gum, they're not going to yell at me for putting a stick of gum in my mouth. If I pull out a fun dip, are they going to yell at me for eating? Like, they don't sell no, fun true. dip. Sometimes I bring my own mixers into floods. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What mixers do you, do you bring them in because they don't have them? Yeah. What like, are they specifically? So some, what are these? Sometimes 
Other people have been known to bring in cream soda for the. Um, oh, there's like makes a certain, sense. Yeah, not a lot a of certain bomb cream. cream soda. True. And a lot of times I used to go and get the balls from the. <laughs> The it's balls, a, it's an energy the, drink. The energy you know, the ball, B-A-W-L-C or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. It's a good soda, yeah. and um, it's got caffeine in it, and I just, like, for a while, I was on a kick. I would buy, like, four balls, go to Floods. <laughs> they would put them in the coolers for me. What, and what just, we're saying, oh, though, yeah, is just do not go to Floods and bring your own mystery. Yeah, mixers. don't, don't, don't try just that. Show up. No. Don't just try it. But you have to be a if you have to be a good patron. If to, you're going to do, do that, that, get to know them. Bring Fago. If yes. you're gonna do it, bring Fago and go. Listen, I know <laughs> you got <laughs> cola of some sort, but, but I only Fago. drink Fago cola. And make it only the Fago cola. Don't bring the good, different, yeah, weird Fagos. No, just bring their base. Or just, or just bring in your Shasta Cola and be like, I prefer Shasta Cola Dude, and see what Floods does about it. Speaking of Cola or Fago Cola, I had bought some Fago Cola in the middle of winter. Yes. And then I must have taken a can with me when I was plowing one night. All right. And somehow I got in my toolbox in the Jeep. Did it explode? And then, you know, I forgot it was there and it froze and unfroze and froze. And then I had to get something out of my toolbox. For like, the first time in six months. No, no, no. I don't know That's how crazy. I didn't notice it because Jeep's always breaking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I broke down. It's a Jeep. And uh, I had to get something out of the toolbox and I opened it up and everything is sticky. All my fucking tools, the jumper cables are covered in like a nasty residue. I have the manual, like the. Yeah. The, it's just soaked through like the first. Oh, like 40 the original pages. manual. For do you the, think it was for... any more? No, it's like more... a Hanes or. Oh, okay. uh, do you think it's any more sticky than it would have been if it was regular Coca Cola? I don't know. It's dude, probably. It's so right. sticky. I, I like said, "There's, there's got to be more sugar in there." I left there's it open be. for the day. All the doors, everything open for a day, and then I said, "Fuck it. I don't care if it's sticky. It's too much to clean." Fuck. Yeah, fuck. fuck. I mean, I gotta say, I think that the, the the sugar content, without looking at it, definitely has to be higher in. I think Fago. Mountain Dew is the worst though. Well, Mountain like, Dew, especially the worst. if you get into the Baja stuff. What about the Fago stuff? Mountain Dew? Like their version? No, of that? I don't think so, dude. Some of like the Baja one for Taco Bell oh. is like sixty-eight percent sugar. They're trying to make it taste like a margarita. Yeah, but it's Mountain pretty much. Dew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would make sense that it's all sugar there. But I'm just saying, yeah. you look at those ICP fellas and gals. They're all hopped up on sugar for yeah. sure. No, oh, they use diet. They use. Uh, wait, trust wait, me, I've seen. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've seen ICP before wait, in cons. They use diet at the show when they're spraying when they're everybody. Spraying you? Oh, uh, okay. I was just show. talking about how they're all hyper. You know, uh, how they're all if that's not natural. It must. Oh, I forgot meth existed. Meth. I forgot all about meth there for yeah. a second. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Justin, I wanted to. I wanted to. Uh, do did you little... forget about meth, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I left it at home. I left he, it at the home. Left, yeah, the meth. <laughs> oh. Well, Justin, the other day, uh, since last week, we started talking off uh, about sports right off the top, yes. right? We talked a little bit about some baseball. Yeah, it's uh, we looking found good out for it the is, Phillies. It is Bryce Harper on the show cover. He is. Yes. He is the one that's yes. on the MLB 19. Yeah. Um, he struck out twice. Struck out in twice. his first two at bats, right? But now he's got on booed. fire. Well, yeah, yeah, but got booed so bad. So well, within here's... a couple of days, there were death threats sent to a guy in Detroit for hurting him. No, and... it was Toronto. Or, or Toronto, sorry, yeah. it was a rookie though, right? It was a rookie. rookie. They're yeah. still going to murder that kid. Yeah. But... So they sent death threats in support of Bryce Harper. Yes. And then within days, they were booing him and probably sending well, him death threats via Twitter. Sports, and man. he got a full dose of Philly right there. Oh yeah. He got fucking. Well, here's the thing South with Bryce. Fucking Harper, Philly though. right up the ass. 
the thing about Bryce Harper is he's going to slump because he was on a slump and then he came into yeah. Philly. And most people, right and after you sign happen. a huge contract, they drop. They yeah. drop a little. Well, bit no, I think they, I think it will perform well for most of the season, well, but he will go into a slump. But he's here's still the good Harper. thing. Here's the good thing about Philly right now is they have other people <coughs> picking up the slack, so yeah. they have other batters that are doing really, really well. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. But what I was, what I want to get to in, in the world of sports, I was oh, we weren't uh, talking about. Yeah, fans. I wasn't really okay. going to talk about the Phillies because uh, you know, fuck right. them. Well, uh, two thousand nine was a good year for the Phillies. The Yankees beat them fair and square. Uh, you know, what we should do. We should just. Twitch stream us watching Phillies games. Yeah. Oh, we can do you that. You can do that, and right? Yeah, as long as we modify. As long as we modify. That's how we the... get my brother Craig on the show. Okay, he'll show up for yeah, that let's for do sure. It. But that yeah, as long as we modify. I can't watch baseball. It's so boring sometimes. Uh, but if we mystery if science theater. If we're having fun doing yeah, it. Yeah. Dude, well, I've always thought great. that a great idea would be HBO or Showtime or one of those pay-for channels, or really nowadays YouTube or anything like that, actually offering unrated sports like where the well, commentary can be full shit. blown unrated. I know at one point they tried like Dennis Leary on on like or not Dennis Leary. Was it Dennis Leary? Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Uh, he did like sports uh, announcing for like Fox and stuff, and then there was the idea to possibly move him to HBO and have him do like NFL coverage. Yeah. But I just want to be able to watch a baseball game and there is hear the announcer if- like after someone cracks a fucking yeah, like a ball off the fucking face like, of the second. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! He just lost an eye. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! What if like they did Phil that Rizzuto's... in the movie theaters? Like oh. they just say, like you know what, local this local you can movie pay $8 theater is to go watch the baseball yes. game, and, and you're in a room curse. with with whoever you know, whatever the fans it's the are. The power at that of point. swearing, man. The power of swearing. Then, yeah. that could be our shtick. That could yeah. be our shtick. Could be. It could be. Get a bunch of people together watch baseball games. Yeah. Now, Justin, I was I was reading some articles on uh, SBNation.com, yes. um, and I'm I realized... Sure what, what's SBNation? Ah, sports oh. bleachers, sport bleachers, something okay. like that. I don't know. But either way, uh, I know them as Pinstripe Alley. Okay, yes, yeah, so I know that. Pinstripe Alley is, is a Yankees app, uh, news app, that you can get all of the updates for okay. the New York Yankees. And I realized, oh, this is one company that has 32 websites... That are all named one, different yeah. things, but it's the same exact website, same logo, everything like that. NFL does it, the same like thing. A... Like Pinstripe Alley, like like between two like two two bigger streets, a smaller like, street. Like not a, like an asshole. Like a girl named Allie. Not a girl named Allie, and not hey, like I'm a vagina Alley. or an, al- an <laughs> asshole, <laughs> anything like that. I'm Pinstripe. No, that's yeah. Pin Stripper Alley. Pin Pin Stripper Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She strips with uh, bowling stuff. Just pins. Yeah, she got, she's she got pins for pins pasties. Of oh, pins okay. for pasties. That's not peppermint uh, patty. That's not peppermint. <laughs> Pepper- patty. Oh, that's a different. <laughs> one. Oh, that's yeah. a different one. Is that when they have a peppermint patty in their mouth? And There's also your uh, in there? patty pancake tits. Ooh, yeah, there is. Yep, that's a good person. She's seventy now. Yeah. Well, this year. Well, as I was saying, the Yankees, the Yankees website uh, on SB Nation is Pinstripe Alley. I wanted to see if, based on just the names, you could tell me what team it's for. Oh, okay. All right? Yeah. Just real quick thing. Okay. Real this quick is thing. all sports? This is, these are all baseball, baseball teams. These are okay. all baseball teams. Okay. All, right. all right. So uh, I'm going to give you the name of the website. You tell me uh, who you think it is. Okay. All right? All right. The uh, Federal Baseball. Is that the Nationals? That's the Nationals. Okay. All right. That's the Nationals. There you go. Southside Sox. Uh, White Sox. That is the White Sox. Okay. That is, they are on the south side as opposed to the north side that the Cubbies are on. Yeah. All right. Uh, Amazing Avenue. 
Oh. Bless you. Damn. Amazing, amazing Avenue. Amazing Avenue. The, the, uh, the Mets. The Mets. Okay. It is the Mets there. Uh, over the monster. Uh, is that the Rockies? No. The mo- oh, the, yeah. Fuck. It's who's got a monster? Who's got the monster? The monster? Yeah. Is it Phillies? No, no that'd be the Boston, monster? the Green Monster. Oh, yeah, the over green the monster. monster. That's right, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, no, Bucks, Bucks Dugout. Uh, Bucks Dugout. Bucks Dugout. You know what that is? No. Th- they're not no. the Buccaneers, they're just Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, the, yeah, well, uh, fuck the Pirates. Yeah, fuck the Pirates. All right, yeah. and then the last one. This is honestly my favorite one out okay. of all of them. The Good Fight. Good fight. The good fight. Uh, and I'll give you a hint. Okay. Fight is spelled P-H. Oh, the Phillies. It's the Phillies. Yeah. Their fucking website. I thought it would have been the good fanatic. Fight. I thought fanatic. it would be something along those yeah. lines. Um, but I'm really stoked for baseball this season. I, uh, at the Cinder, our unofficial sponsor, along with Cockerings, yeah. um, we have the, the package that gets every single fucking game. So I was watching like a Rockies game the other oh, night. Yeah. I was watching the fucking Cardinals. So it's uh, still, so I still want to go to multiple. I want to take a trip during like one summer, different days and go and up the up coast and go, many, just go to different parks. Dude, Whoever's playing the cheapest tickets that you can get. Yeah. Dude, Not I necessarily remember, the cheapest tickets. When I but made the, my the one uh, my one journey to Baltimore, uh, one very forgetful night, and I woke up in the parking lot of the uh, Orioles Stadium, yeah. and I looked and I uh, saw the the tickets were like twelve bucks, twelve bucks yeah. for like not terrible tickets. So yeah, it's that's really what not I mean. Like if you avoid for the if you avoid New York, if you avoid Boston. Yeah, you know, I'm good on going places. to New York for either team. Yeah, I'm good on going to New York for almost anything. If I had the choice to go to Philly or New York, true, yeah, it's just easier to get in and out of Philly. It's just way easier to get in and out of Philly. All right, well, that now, now that we're on baseball, I do want to segue yes. to a very cool thing that might have possibly happened. It might have possibly happened. I don't know for sure if this has happened. You uh, got called up to the majors. We got called up to the majors. We're no longer yeah. doing the podcast. We're all becoming baseball pitchers. Uh, okay. All right. Sweet. What teams are we playing? Uh, for? You're the on the Dodgers. Nice. He's on the Diamondbacks, and I'm on. I guess if on that was Rays. a team, I'm on, on the Rays. Rays. Okay. Yeah, I like I like I like Jewish people and uh, alligators. Tampa Bay? So I went. Yeah, I'm going to Florida. Mm. Uh, but last night uh, I made a post about th- this show from our Instagram. Kyle Buck won't yes. shut up on Instagram, and we we got a, a like and a follow. And I look at it, and the the name is just uh, the truth hurts. But yeah. I go okay, and I look at it, and I, you know, enlarge their their symbol, and it says the truth hurts with Jose Canseco, <laughs> and I was like, no fucking yeah. way, like no way is this real, right. no way. And I'm looking, and he's got like five followers. He's following 98 people. Yep. I look on YouTube. I'm trying to find him on iTunes. I can't find it. On YouTube, there are like So is he, eight he's videos. coming on the show, then? He's definitely coming <laughs> on the show. We're going to bounce balls off his head into the stands for a ground rule double. You know what my um, favorite thing about Jose Canseco is? is the he steroids? Was in, no, he was in a MMA fight in Korea or China, one of the two, and it was a like a battle royale style. Mm, what's that mean? Really? Where when you defeated one person, you would yeah. stay in the ring and the next competitor would come out. And it was the most ridiculous thing. So he fights this one With, dude. Were there wins. other celebrities? Or is he no, just... he's just the only celebrity oh, there doing it. He just needs some money, huh? And, uh, he really does. So he fights and wins his first fight. And then they send out like a almost like a nine foot 
Chinese dude, just this tall, skinny dude that just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Damn. Good, but it was definitely I've met scripted. that guy. Consego? Yeah, and he's a fucking asshole. I would assume he's a big cocksucker. He I mean, is. He I'm not going to go Oakland. into it. I'm just going to say I met the guy. Dick he's in. an asshole. Good. Good. Straight well, up. Well, you know what, Jose? Thank you for the follow, if yes, that's really you. you. But I still, think it's just more or less like click I, like on every podcast yeah, that pops up. Yeah, every podcast that pops up. But I'm not sure the, the story that I, I heard but if you do when, like the when show, I went thanks. on his YouTube channel. Uh, the story I heard him talking about was uh, when he first met Alex Rodriguez, and Alex came over to his house, and this was when Conseco had a shitload of money. So he had the biggest house, the hottest wife, sure. everything he could possibly have. Right. And Alex is, you know, maybe, maybe just got signed, and he, you know, he's going to be in Seattle. And he looks at Jose's wife and out loud, I guess, says, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And within a couple of years, Jose's on the down, Alex is on the up, and Alex wound up dating the chick. So it's apparently the podcast, I The Truth Hurts, with Jose Canseco, it is karma right there for sure, yeah. uh, is about him just dishing out dirt on every celebrity he's known, probably because he doesn't have a nice house with a hot wife anymore, probably. and a little bit of brain damage. He's like the only guy in baseball that probably has terrible brain damage. He's yeah. got like NFL level brain damage just from shoving needles into his fucking arm yeah. and having balls bounce off of his head for ground rule double. Still one of my favorite things that's ever <laughs> happened in a baseball game. He was right off his head into the fucking stands. What a dummy. my favorite thing about Jose Canseco. Yeah, is there is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers overdub on YouTube. I forget who made it. Hell but yes. you know how they all like flip over the camera and land. Yeah. It's their first series, first season. And when Jason, the Red Ranger, lands, and he looks at the camera and does, like, the whole fist thing, and the overdub just says, I'm Jose Canseco, motherfucker! <laughs> it's the best and thing I he's lose it every time. It's the best thing he's oh, ever done. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Specifically for you. I think that's why he did it. Yeah. I think that's why he did it. All right. Um, we've talked about the sender in already a lot, but I, I, I yeah. do want to uh, mention something that I think is one of the coolest occurrences that has happened yesterday. Yeah. Slow night. Um, I realized somebody left 10 uh, credits on the jukebox, so I go over. And immediately there's like three or four things that I'm probably going to play. One of them is uh, always going to be Wheeler Walker sure. Jr. Sure. And you are very it's much wonderful. pushing oh. it. How, how much do you enjoy it, Cobb? <clears throat> Watching people not realize what it is and then slowly listen to the words of what sounds like a <coughs> bullshit everyday country song. And it's, just Google it. Oh, if you haven't, if you haven't heard Wheel Walker, you need to hear it. Oh you my god, you need to hear it. Now, what I was shocked with is I went over to the jukebox to play some Wheeler Walker Jr. and Wheeler Walker Jr. is officially the number two artists on the Cinders jukebox now. <laughs> That's from Frank Morrow. That's from Frank. Mm -hmm. From Thad, myself on boring long nights, I play that as. I even often. don't realize sometimes when it's on. I'll walk in and be like, "Anal in the right. dishes," and then I hear something. And I'm, and I'm like, "Oh shit, oh, that's anal in the dishes!" Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I've been playing a lot of uh, "I Like Smoking Pot" a lot, and then the follow-up song because in that in that song off his new album, if you've not heard it yet, Cobb, there's a line where he says, uh, "Some people like booze, some like sucking dong, brother. I like both, but that's another song, and I'll sing it to you later." And then later on the album, he has a song called "I Sucked Another Dick Last Night." Well, my favorite's licking pussy and kicking ass. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Eating pussy, kicking ass. Because halfway yeah. through, the, towards the end of the song, towards the end of the song, <laughs> it turns to sucking dick and kicking ass. Because he gets into it with a tranny, and it's fucking amazing. It's getting into other people. That's when Kyle likes it. That's when I like it the best. Yeah. At, at parade day, 
I was hanging out with someone who is not a super frequent Cinderella, but comes in there, and you know, I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. But he was singing, I like pot a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, just I, walking around parade day, just humming it and singing it, and I was like... Fuck yeah. yeah. There's a... It's infectious. It's a great fucking it's a great fucking album, the new album. It's an amazing fucking uh oh I know who it is. Speaking Never mind. Of, uh, um, we're just not gonna stand. We're, we're not gonna, gonna say his say. his name. Um but, but either way, so so I'm He's looking at the list. Yeah. Uh he is dirty. Um I'm looking at the list of who the others they show the top eight on the on the front. So number eight is Toby Keith. Yeah. All right. Makes sense, right? Number seven, Leonard Skinner. Right. Then you get Chris Stapleton. Number five is a little bit of a curveball. Rihanna. Okay. Rihanna, but that makes sense. The ladies. Wait, is, it doesn't matter who you is, are. This ladies is like Rihanna. On R&B. This is the top eight on our on our jukebox. Okay. Okay. This top, is top eight artists. Um, then you get Zach Brown Band. Sure. Makes and sense. then the top three. And if these were the top three artists in the world. Right now, if, if the cinder was like a sampling and it just like exponentially went out and these are the top three, we'd be living, I and mean, we already live in the weirdest fucking sure. world in the weirdest time. Uh, but number right. three, we already know number two is Wheeler Walker Jr. Number three is Lady Gaga. Okay. And number one is Adele. Adele, Wheeler Walker oh. Jr., and Lady Gaga. And I know one woman who is responsible for the Adele and the Lady Gaga because she'll come in and put $50 in the jukebox and, play, and play only Adele and Lady will Gaga stay for, for hours, and she will stay until the last song. She just moved to England, so that's probably going to change be, it'd be in a couple really of months. really fucked up if she was just like, Fuck these guys. Oh, then I would just start, would just start skipping. I would just start skipping. But uh, you mentioned, Cobb, that uh, Eating Pussy, Kicking Ass is one of your favorite songs, if not your favorite from him. That is the number seven overall song played on the jukebox. Wow. wow. Overall. Damn. And then number eight is Toes by Zach Brown Band. Love it. Number six is Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. As awesome. Then you get I Love This Bar, Toby Keith. Yep. Cocaine, Eric Clapton. Good one. <laughs> so far, makes sense. Good song. People Are Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. By uh, Billy Currington. Uh, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. <laughs> she yeah. just keeps sneaking in there. And then Tennessee Whiskey, Chris Stapleton, which That's is, a good I one. think, the song it's of the year. It's a great year. song. Oh, yeah. Like, it is getting, yeah. like, well, I don't know when that one came out, but I feel like in the last, like, Six months, it is getting a real big push. Everybody, it's like hit classic it's an older song. He just redid it. He just redid it. Yeah. Okay, I would yeah. say that hit like classic fucking standard oh. immediately in the last six months. He's so great. I got a, I got a text from Pat last night okay. about a country song. All right, Pat's on a country kick, and it's by Little Nas X. Nas. Little Nas X. Little Nas X. Okay, yeah. that's Not a country familiar. artist. Yes, yeah, he so, does. Uh, ain't he, that a rapper? He, he's a rapper. Nas but he's is a, a rapper. He's a country R and B oh artist that raps. Okay, okay. He has one song. Okay, he got blown up by memes. Oh shit! Uh, I forget all the stats. Let me uh, hmm. really look this up. But basically, he he made the charts. I think he made Billboard at like eighteen. Damn! For one song, this is like okay. a whole Bomba scenario. We're just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yeah, just sort one of like, song up like and, and it, was it just made, took like, the world it, by storm. If you haven't seen it, the Yeehaw Challenge. Okay. It's like Not this weird, weird fucking thing. Where you just shout memes, no, it's this or? meme thing, and the song plays behind it. Okay. But it got blown up to that point. But uh, I think he made it to eight in the country charts, Okay, and they removed it. 
So people are like, oh, because it's, it's not technically country. Is well, that that's why? that's the reason, and he came out and well, said why. If, but they're like, oh country, no, it's fucked up. You got much in the last ten it's... years. Most of the country in the last 10, 15 years, and, and Wheeler Walker that. Jr. himself has said this. Uh, modern country music is now for people that are too afraid to like rap and hip hop. If right. you listen to most of the lyrics, most of the beats that they throw in there, if it was just a brother from Detroit singing these songs, it would sound gonna, like a fucking solid 90s R&B song. I'm going to play you it real quick. All right. Not the whole thing. Are we going to be able to hear it for the people? No, the people aren't going to So the people aren't going to be able to hear it. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. He doesn't really give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. But just in case. All right, so let's play. This is You've definitely heard this song before. Lil Nas X, and the song's called Old Town Road. Yes. Okay. But Pat was... like such a good song, like all about it is like I listened to it thirty times already, Damn. and I'm like, okay, all right. Until I realized what it actually was. Okay, this is actually a Red Dead Redemption trailer. Oh, this no, is a song. It's him playing. Oh yeah, I've heard this a million yeah. times and a million memes. Yeah. Is it a cover of anything no. by any chance? This is all originally him. What's so, he going to do with the horse in the hotel room? I want to know. I really hope he's got plans for that horse in that yeah, hotel dude, this, room. Did, this is sort Jesus. of good. I won't lie. But this the, is sort of good. But the records that this, this thing broke for coming out, and like not records. And it came out on the country that, charts. Yeah. All right. Now, how recent is this song coming out? This is the last couple of months or so? Uh, 2008. It was December 3rd. Wait, 2018. 2018. I think it said 2008 for a second. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, all right. Ugh. So it made Billboard Hot 100 at 83. 83. Okay, still. Hot Country songs at 19. 19. Hot hip-hop, R&B, and uh, hot R&B and hip-hop songs at 36. Okay. And then so March 2019, higher, they removed it from... It charted higher in country than anything else. Yes. That is just proof that people in country just want to listen to rap and hip-hop, but they want a country twang to it. Hell no, yeah. I'm redneck. I well, ain't never heard that song before. You listen to country. Well, that's though. a different. You're yeah. not, you're you listen to, like, to old country. Yeah, like traditional you country. To old and new, but you like the guys who honor the old yeah, standard there's, there's country. Still traditional more, right? country artists. The list that I read off of what the top ten at the, or the top eight at the jukebox at the Cinder, those aren't. I mean, they're not shameful country. They're not. You're. You're like this isn't my dirty secret. Who I like in the country world. This guy is more in the vein of, oh, God, I, I mean. No, I mean, there's been artists, like, actual modern country artists that have done stuff with, like, Ja Rule. Or, yeah. And, and, but I and think this I, guy uh, is like more cool in the J vein actually. of one no, of and that's, bad I, I got no problem stuff. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like sure, some sure. of that. Yeah. I like the but, beat. But I think people like the beat. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's... And people like to dance, no matter what people like to dance. So if it's, Oh, I love If you're dance. at the bar and you're yeah. drunk and anything comes on and it does have a solid beat, you're going to dance. But I think that song, just, like, off of hearing just that, that song is proof that in the last 15 years, the newer, younger, that well, type of thing. You have to figure people they, are listening to mumble rap, and then well, that's yeah, another think, thing that well, they're also listening like to. people like that because they love the that country trap version. beat. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, yeah, trap yeah. beat with those those uh, triplet hi-hats. Sure. You hear that, and no matter who's... It could be the worst rapper of all time on that. Yeah. And you're like... Yeah, this beat is kicking, and every song sounds the fucking same, yeah. but we don't care, because whoever invented that beat that one time, like, they made, like, a four-bar loop of it, they're like, this is it, this is what yeah. modern music sounds like. Every Cardi B song, 
all that shit. It's all the well, same. Because you can beat. add it into anything, yeah. and it will change. And the, it spruces it, it it'll up. Stay, it like, makes it, it. It's more attention grabbing. Like you can have a slower song with that, and it sounds somber. So are we, we gonna do a somebody. trap song? Is that we, for the show? Uh, hey, uh, fuck! Sure. Next week, let's do a trap song. All right, <laughs> all right. let's do it. You heard it let's here. Let's do it. All right. all right. Well, we're gonna jump in uh, to our first break here. We're gonna be okay. featuring a band uh, from Philadelphia once again. Last week. Uh, we featured Space Donkey and the Moon Bouncers, which I'm just going to keep saying because it's my favorite. Right, Cobb? Come on. How great is them. that? Oh, nobody has except uh, people except in Philadelphia, us, us and, and some other people. They're phenomenal. Really weird. They had a song called uh, Fuck That Shit. Yeah, um, it, yeah was it was a really fucking funky. hilarious song. It was very entertaining. But I just really want to bring them back up because the name. Wheeler Walker like? No. No. no, they're funk. No, they're like funk. Yeah, they're more. No, on the I mean funk in the level. funny type. Uh, yeah, like, kind of like sort I went of. to the store. They didn't have asparagus. Yo, fuck that shit. Yeah, it's all it's all over the place and very entertaining. Has uh, anyone finished this yet? This but I I just took my no, third sip out of it. No. Actually, I'm done with third it. Sip. Already, I'm drinking the whole thing. All right, so again, this week we are featuring uh, from uh, Philly Green. Uh, it's a song called Walking Distance. Uh, it's off of their debut EP that's called This Is What I Moved Here For. It's streaming right now on all major music platforms. And if you like what you hear, on April 23rd, they're going to be playing at the Pharmacy in Philadelphia. And then on April 25th, they'll be at the Barbary in Philadelphia as oh, yeah. well. The Barbary's uh, a fun place. Oh, fuck. Yes, it is. Uh, they are found on social media. You can check them out at Philly Green Band uh, on Instagram and other social media sites. But this song, once again, is called Walking Distance. Justin, you know how long this one's running? I have no, no idea. All right. Well, this is Walking Distance. We'll be back in a couple of minutes to discuss our brunch weekly oh, original yeah. single. And eventually we are going to talk to Mr. Jay Swan, Jason oh, yeah. Cobb, about his wonderful habits. Yeah. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. I'm sleeping well again and talking to my friends Still there's an itch I just can't reach Finding a light in everything For anyone 
right, guys, we are back. I like that. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Cool. So, again, that was walking distance from Philly Green, again, on April 23rd at the Pharmacy in Philadelphia, and April 25th at the Barbary in Philadelphia in the year 2019, if you're listening to this in the future. Yeah. They've already played. Yes. And they are very big now, and you're welcome for uh, us introducing you to them. Yeah. Um, I like to take credit where credit is due, and credit's due, so... I'm giving it to myself. Yeah. I give it to myself all the time. Just give it to yourself, dude. I give it it it. to me more than I give it to anybody. Well, mostly me. That's very nice. That's very nice, isn't it? Isn't it? You gotta, if you can't love yourself, you gotta love the the hands you have. Yeah, I don't know how true. that would go. I don't know how that yeah. would go. All right. So yeah. this week for our brunch weekly original sig- uh, single. I almost said signal there. Signal. We put up a different bat signal every single week and see who arrives. So far, nobody's been here, but one really, really angry, I don't know, he was kind of like, I think he was a dwarf, but maybe he wasn't, but I put up a dwarf thing, and he showed up, and he was real fucking pissed off, and he was like, stop wasting my fucking time with the light, man. Stop fucking wasting my time. He's allowed. Um, He just kicked my shin and ran away. (laughs) Just back in but the But I mean, hall. like, why would he respond to the... I don't know, because that's his symbol, apparently. That, that was his signal symbol. For what, though? Dwarf Man! Dwarf Man. He shows up. I'm he, Dwarf Man. You'd think Dwarf, it, dwarf it, it, Man. It, it, it'd like, be like, like Lord of the Rings Dwarf? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah it was Gimli. All? It was like a Gimli yeah. style, yeah. Actually, now oh, I'm thinking about yeah. it, it was just Richard. It was just Richard. <laughs> all right, so this week we wrote... It is fucked. Yeah. I love you, Richard. Uh, we wrote a song that uh, originally, we'll say originally, the attempt was we were going to write a, a song in the vein of Led Zeppelin. Yes. We're write no, a song. it was song in the vein of Swan Song Swan record song, label era. Record label era. Yes. And then so, uh, there is a song called Swan Song that is a B-side. Yes. From that um, time, From I that time. Uh, that is a uh, strictly instrumental, from what I gathered from all the versions I saw. Cobb, can you confirm yeah. it's always instrumental? Yeah, it's been a good one. And yeah, you can't find it on the jukeboxes. You can't find it. It's not. It's not on iTunes. No, it's like you no. can't. It's not it's legally a deep, a release. Yes. Damn. Yeah. All right. So damn. So yeah. It, it, we we listened a little bit to that. Um, yeah. Zach, knowing more about uh, Zeppelin than I do, uh, you were saying the Swan. Records era. What what was that for Led Zeppelin? What what did that all entail? They was... started their own record label. For the last three albums were put out on Swan Song. All right, which is Physical Graffiti, Presence, and In Through the Outdoor. Okay, two of um, my favorites right there. Which yeah. ones are those? Yeah, Physical Graffiti and yeah. In Through the Outdoor. Yeah, In Through the Outdoor. Yeah. Great presence album. is sort of their yeah, weakest mellow. album yeah, out of was, all. Of... It was soft. I well, mean, my favorite Zeppelin is. One, two, three, and four. Yeah. It's hard to pick which one is, is better. Um, so growing up, I was It depends on the day. Two. Like so, It's sometimes... Yeah. I think, too, just I had it on vinyl growing up, so that was the one I, I listened to the sure. most, and that was really my introduction to them. Um, and I'm really not familiar with that era more. I, I know more like the Ramble On, like the more the, the classic standard... Uh, Led Zeppelin songs. The first right. album I had, the first Zeppelin album I had was In Through the Outdoor, the last one. Really? Yeah. Now, that is their final album. They never released anything after, they never, they never, did they ever regroup no. after Bottom? Nope. Uh, well, not, yeah, not, not, to not to record. Not to Jason Bottom. <clears throat> so yeah. right. on tour to only. Tour. 
to tour. Yeah. yeah. And how long of a gap was that between him? I mean, because well, his son I'm trying took to over. When I saw him in Philly. Thinking like 2000s or 90s? No, 90s. 90s? 90s All right, so yeah. mid, late 90s, somewhere yeah. in that area. So mid. The, no, the last sense. album was released early 80s. 79. 79. Yeah. Oh, Bottom Jesus. died in 80. Okay, he died in 80. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so 79, the last album. So you get to see them like 15, 16 years later. You grew up listening to, as you said earlier, Led Zeppelin, one of the biggest, also Grateful Dead. And uh, um, who was the third one he threw out there before? Well, we were talking about Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Pink there you go. Yeah. Pink Floyd was Led the other. Zeppelin. Yeah. Grateful Dead. But yeah, Led Zeppelin. I mean, it... when you finally got to see them live, how was that as, as a feeling for you as a fan? Was that was was it as much as it could be without it being actually John Bonham? Oh yeah, it was a yeah. great show. Good show. Good show. Fuck Seventh yeah. row tickets. Hell yeah. Philly. Yeah. Um, besides for the fact that the guy next to us overdeed and, and uh, oh, got well, hauled out. Yeah? Um, oh, it could. At least it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, we were there for the show. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. So I asked you uh, when, when we uh, talked about uh, spoke about you coming on the show uh, what kind of music you threw out. Swan Song, uh, again, because uh, you uh, will get to a little bit. Uh, you're the Swan Man. You're the Swan Man. Yeah. And again, people that don't know are wondering, why the fuck are you the Swan Man? They don't know. They don't know. People listening right now, they don't know. Unless they, unless they know you, unless they, 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 they know the story beforehand. and they've already looked you up. They don't know, so I'm going to keep that little suspense until we come back after this song. But you threw out Swan Song. We started going in the vein of Led Zeppelin. Uh, Zach, you get home today, and you break down again what you kind of just discussed there about the the Swan Records era. And you said there was a, a, a difference in the sound of that era. It was less of the let Jimmy Page just solo for 45 minutes and there were keys and everything involved in that. There's a lot of keys, a lot more like I mean that's some of their their pop poppier like dance yeah. music stuff is on on in that era. Now you know like Fool in the Rain. Fool in the Rain, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That's like a that's that's a pop song. That's not Carousel even Ramba. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, incredible song, but it's Nothing not like quite original. it's not it's not that riff. It's not, it's not cashmere. Edgy. Yeah, no. it's not that edgy. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, cashmere cashmere was with that physical graffiti. Oh, it was physical yeah. graffiti. But that's okay. see, it's all about the keys in cashmere. Yeah. And it's funny because cashmere, sure. honestly, and, th- and this is uh uh showing how how little I was exposed to Zeppelin until I was about like 15 and I like started collecting uh vinyl. My dad wasn't a big Oddly, wasn't a big Zeppelin fan. I mean, he went to Woodstock and grew up in like the 60s and 70s, but Zeppelin was not a band that he gravitated towards that for Zeppelin. whatever reason. Um, what was that? I said, that Zeppelin. That Zeppelin, yeah. yeah. That Zeppelin? That Zeppelin. That Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, uh, he never really introduced me to it. So the first time I ever saw Jimmy Page play at all in any way, in any forum, and the first time I ever heard the riff of Cashmere was when... Puff Daddy sampled uh, the riff of Cashmere for, and had Jimmy Page play it. Do you remember with him the movie that was for? On, I don't remember the movie, but he had it. He played it on Saturday Night John Live. John Cusack was on it. Was in it. Gross Point Blank. Nope. No. No. What is it? 
Godzilla. Godzilla. That was for Godzilla? That was for Godzilla. Holy fuck. So it's 97, 98, right around there. So I'm Godzilla. 11 years. Yeah, yeah the Matthew Broderick Godzilla or with Matthew Hank Azarian. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. John Cusack is in Matthew Broderick. Sorry, I mean, not John I mean, Cusack. Yeah, I mean, the other Matthew white guy yes, with black other, hair yes. from the I 80s. hate that yeah, fucking movie. You hate that movie? I what, love that Godzilla? movie. It's yeah. such a good Godzilla movie. I have movie a Godzilla tattoo. I feel like I... You should. I have, have a more bit say, of a say in this uh, in say. this current group, and that movie is shit. Well, uh, I just uh, disagree and love it. Uh, I've just know. lost two of my friends. Two of your friends. <laughs> All right. So next week, Zach will just be writing the songs and <laughs> no microphone for him. <laughs> um, but we. Uh, yeah, we, we said we were going to do Led Zeppelin, and, and again, for me, my first introduction was an odd one. I was 11, 12 years old, I watched an episode of Saturday Night Live, and I went, that song's really fucking catchy, and I brought it up to my friend at school, and he went, yeah, there's Jimmy Page, like, he watched it too, he said, there's Jimmy yeah. Page, the guitar player from Led Zeppelin, and I went, oh, yeah, like, like I've heard them, and, you know, you can throw out Stairway, and everyone's just kind of like, oh, okay, like, there, like, yeah. if, you, if you don't know, if you don't know yeah, Queen, you can throw out Bohemian too. Rhapsody, yeah. if you don't know Journey, you can throw out... Well, you can throw out a bunch of songs for all of those bands. Yeah. Um, but they, they uh, my, my buddy uh, Glenn, I was in like 7th, 8th grade, uh, he introduced me to him. I was kind of like, all right. And a few, a few years later, I buy Zeppelin II and actually start listening to him. But they still never kind of took like a top pedestal like band for me. I always really thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, so that's why when you said that you wanted to do a song with them, I was like, all right. And I've been listening a lot more in the last like week or so. But I knew Zach, like for you, this is kind of your bread and butter on everything. Like, you know, this, you, I mean, you I'm in, uh, in, yeah, I yeah. mean, I was, since I, since I started playing guitar, Led Zeppelin is the most important band. Yeah. And then I play, you know, in the cover band that I'm in, yeah, we, we do, seven or eight Zeppelin songs. Fuck yeah. And I sing all those too, which is fucking, you appreciate it more. Like I, you know, I learned all the bass parts for when I was in the other band, someone else was singing them. And then when we started this one, they're like, no, we're still going to do all these Zeppelin songs, but you're going to sing them now. I'm like, all right, here we go. go. Let's try this Um, out. I fucking love it though. Fuck yeah. And, the guitar player in my band is named Jimmy and can play every single Led Zeppelin song. He brings out the bow when we do like Heartbreaker and stuff. Fuck. Like I didn't this, know he did that. He, dude, he's... He's on point. He's the fucking top Led Zeppelin fan I've ever met in my life. He's seen them more than he's seen his own children. <laughs> and he loves his children. You gotta let me know when you guys are playing again and where. Well, we're trying to get a booked over at the center, yeah, so let's yeah. start this Let's start let's this, this slow, slow train moving up and taking up a little bit of speed. In the uh, summer, I, I hope that we can get out with me, Jim. We don't even have a name. We've been... But we know each other for so long. Yeah. We've been playing for so long, like... Hopefully we can get yeah, out. Yeah, I think the band started when Jimmy and Bruce were about uh, 38 and Zach was negative nine. Yeah. 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 Um, Zach, this, I, I've watched you guys play, like, mostly, obviously, here uh, in the house, and it... It's crazy. It, it's really fucking fun to see, especially because they are guys, I mean, they're both, like, uh, in the, their 50s or 60s, whatever it is, and they fucking... Have been playing this music yeah. for so goddamn long. They know it so well, and they still like that. I fresh mean, they've both been ripping it. it since they could rip it. You yeah, know? yeah. And I, I hope to be at that level one day. You know what I mean? When I'm yeah. in my fifties, and I'm still like, I still go out and fucking 
you know, slay it all night. Fuck yeah. yeah. Now, we've established how much you specifically are invested in the band of Led Zeppelin. How much do you think this song, at the end of oh. what we did, sounds at all like a Led Zeppelin you, song? You know what it... The we, it sounds like a White Snake song. It does, and White Snake agree. just wanted to be Led Zeppelin, so I think that we nailed it. Then. That's yeah. what happens. You did a good it, when job, you try Kyle. to write a Led Zeppelin song. Thank you. Yeah. You end much. up becoming White Snake. <laughs> um, so when you attempt to, it's totally White Snake. So dude. how much better would we have to yeah, have done no, to no, write no, no, no. a Greta Van Fleet song? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not a White Snake song because Led Zeppelin existed. Way before White Snake. Yeah, I so know, but I'm saying it's it's we're like imitating we, we're imitating Led Zeppelin, yeah. so we sound like another imitation. Yeah, of we Led sound Zeppelin like another imitation in that weird way. Now we all it is. It <laughs> really totally is my falls fault, dude. solely yeah. on uh, yeah. the three of our shoulders. And I did try I mean, to go for all day. I was thinking like, if we do like early Zeppelin, I just write a killer riff. We turn the amps all the way up. Yeah, and well, we why just didn't you. Because well, we I had to do swans. I wanted to. <laughs> this is me being a uh, very particular. Yes. Because um, we've written now. You said this is eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. This is the eighteenth song we've written in this same manner. In the same like. Where we just decide what it's going to be that day or a day or two I'm, before. The most and fun part for me hours. is is the challenge of like limiting myself to like something like to yeah. be like this is. What we're doing, like, and I make up all the the rules and the limits yeah. to it. No, it was we put ourselves in a box. We yeah, put ourselves and so in a I, box, and we have I to. I put myself in the that. swan song air albums. Yeah, Led Zeppelin song, and when it came out sounding like White Snake, Kinda at first I was like upset. I was like, uh-huh. ah. it's like I really didn't do justice to the my favorite band, and then I'm like, ah, it I makes think sense. It I th- makes sense. Like the way it all came out and it feels now, I feel I mean, more the culmination of when those about al- it. all of those albums too. Yeah. So like it's inspiration of three albums, correct? Yes. Yeah. So. So that's the, so we wrote the culmination of those, which three is songs. which is White Snake. Yeah. Um, yes, now, you're right. Uh, Justin, early, early on in, in the recording process, the uh, Jack or Jack. Hey Jack. Hey, I'm Jack. Now. Zach wrote uh, and recorded the uh, the guitar the part, the bassist. And then you jumped in to do the drums, and I told you, uh, hey, man, <laughs> hey, listen, John Bonham is the greatest drummer of all time, of all, like, timelines that have existed. He is the best, so uh, yeah. good luck, don't fuck this up. But then remember that I have to try to sing like Robert Plant later, yeah. so uh, fuck me on this <laughs> as well. So for the challenge, uh, again, Zach... Jack over here. He had the easy challenge of writing an entire song that sounds like the greatest band of all time right. and playing like one of the greatest guitar players of all time. He had it easy. You yes. at bottom. How? What was your approach there? Uh, well, I knew my skill set's not as good. I would love to do. I would love another crack at it in a different style. All right, <laughs> adding triplets like yeah. shit that he's known for, like yeah. getting a shot for like that inspiration. But I need to practice it. Fuck yeah. So I figured just make sure that it fits the song. You know what I mean? Like, don't do anything that's too, too crazy, but make sure it would be something that he may do as a good drummer fitting in with the band. Well, that was... While you were recording, I like... uh, Zach and I were... uh, I'm sorry, Jack. Jack and I here were were talking, uh, and I said... uh, the thing I always loved about Bonham is... And the thing I like about most most of the drummers that I gravitate towards, 
they are simplistic in their roots. They are not sure. trying to go out there and create something that's overly technical or anything like that. And then it comes down to the feel. And yeah. they play off of every other member of the band. Exactly. And you can hear it a lot in uh, with his accent hits, the little ghost notes that he drops in sure. there. But then the bell hits on a lot of songs. They just happen to hit right yep. at the exact same time. And you know that stems from him being in the room practicing with Jimmy for hours and sure. John and, and hours and, and hours and, and figuring out where it hits and it yeah. reminded me a little bit and I brought it up to, to okay I'll call you Zach <laughs> to Zach uh, it, it kind of in the way that when I was younger Bryce. and I heard I heard Travis Barker for the first time I was like well this guy like is a punk drummer yeah, but, but he's then he's finding little weird ways to add little accents that, that just differentiate um, and I get what you're saying. If if we did a different era song or different song, uh, you could you could throw kind of the triplets sure. and the little like hits in there. Um, as far as the, the vocals uh, go for this, um, like just just fuck me on the whole attempt. But uh, I watched a video where they, they were showing you like how Robert Plant like places his tongue in his mouth so you can like mimic everything. I'm like, there's no fucking mimicking it. It's another one of those voices that like yeah. unless you are the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet, you can't mimic this shit. Train did it. Train did. They Train did an entire did. album. They actually did it yeah, very well. They did, they yeah. did. That to the was point shocking. that I said, uh, why would you buy this? I would rather just listen to the album because it's exactly the yeah, same. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like but make it's impressive. It, spruce it was, no, it up no, no. I'm not taking anything away from it. But at so that be able point, to recreate. But why does note Train sucks? Why is Train such horrible shit when they could they could. Now, no Zach, for no Zach, replicate a Led Zeppelin Zach album. Zach is, right. is forgetting that they also wrote Drops of Jupiter oh, here. He's forgetting that they wrote so Drops. It's so catchy, and I know every word to it. It's his and favorite song. And I sing song. along when it comes on the radio. I can't help myself. What about Hey Soul Sister? <laughs> oh, Hey Soul. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, right? 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 It's so, maybe, maybe they are a good band. They're a great band. They're a great band. All right. Train, All right. train if you're so, listening, uh, sorry. You're we're great. sorry. Uh, we're sorry. We apologize. <laughs> and we'll train. do a train song. And then you can run a train on us. Uh, so the uh, lyrics of this song, what I was trying to attempt to, to do was kind of write a, a theme song for Jason over here. Um, it was going to be a song kind of for him. And so lyrically, um, I'll start to allude more as to who Jason is and why he is here. Um I started writing a song that's just about hunting. Yeah. And I realized very shortly in that writing lyrics about hunting sound the same as if you were writing vague lyrics about trying to snag some poontang right. at the bar or something <laughs> like that. So it fucking works in the double entendre the way I did not expect last week to work. I kind of went and like dove into it a little bit more right. here. Um, but we are, yeah, we're going to, we're going to play our brunch weekly original single, single, uh, Zach, how long did this one wind up? Uh, five at? minutes. So five minutes. So we're not breaking any records this week. We're sitting there right in that nice five minute spot. Um, what did we call this song? Hot broth. Hot, hot broth. broth. At first I thought I couldn't see it all and I thought it said hot brother. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck did you name this song? Oh, dear Jesus. No, I was thinking about Swanson Broth. <laughs> Swanson <laughs> Broth, all right. And then Hot Broth sort of fit with the lyrics. All right. Maybe. Maybe. I wasn't really listening. Me neither. Me neither. All right, so here is our uh, weekly single, Hot Broth, in the vein of uh, Led Zeppelin slash White Snake. Yeah. So we'll be back in about five minutes plus with Mr. Jason J Man, J Swan, 
Cobb. We'll see you shortly. Oh!
A little fade out there. A little fade out to that one. Mm-hmm. Why'd you go with the fade out, huh? Why, why was that option made? Um. Well, because uh, a I didn't know what to do at the end, and um, I thought it'd be cool to like just rip it at the end there. And then have it fade out to feel like the audience fades out. Okay. And the yeah. song is still going. All right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's basic, like, that's what I was talking to Justin about. Like, most Zeppelin songs, regardless of the era, have two or three parts. Yeah. And they bounce back, this one, that one, this one, yeah. that one. And they just fucking, like, it's not overly complicated in structure. It's like, we're going to do this one for a while. We'll do that part for a while. We'll do this, like... You know, so uh, yeah. I mean, and like I we were wanted, saying with the drumming, a lot of it is on feel, so it feels like like oh, it's just naturally we should go back to this part. Yeah, right it here. just yeah, feels yeah. like a jam. The so dynamic I, works. You know, in that I way. like when a song yeah. fades out while everything is going. You know, yeah. the song faded out. I'm soloing. You're singing the hook. Everything is going on at once. Go out on top, and yeah. then you know it's Rock like and the song roll. is still going on. That you know, it it's still being played out there yeah, yeah. in the ether. The listener it's, just it's kind pulled of the happily ever after way out of, of a song. Of, of a yeah, song. In, in old stories and fairy tales, when they couldn't figure a way to end, they just said, Hap- "They lived happily ever after." Yeah, this song it's that. you don't know where it ends. And then what I always liked about fade out songs. For bands that I grew up listening to, there, there weren't so many uh, like punk bands or ska bands or anything that, that would do that. But uh, other like rock bands, when I would see either them actually live or see them uh, videos of them live, it was always, oh wait, where the fuck do you end that? Like, where do you actually end that song? Like, it's a fade out song yeah. where you go on repeat, repeat, and it's usually just you repeat and then you boom, 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 boom and just like yeah, yeah. big end to it, and everyone just keeps rocking out because. The whole idea yeah, is yeah, you, you end up at point. the top. You end at the top like a fucking awesome mixture. I'm happy with that that jam right that there. That sounds fucking yeah. awesome. We got a new no, drum sound too. going. I think the drums are kicking. Yeah. And once again, a big thank sounds you really to good. Mr. James Litz for the wonderful use of, of yes. Paul. Thank you you're very the much, best, James. Beautiful, you're really a, beautiful. And amp. he tuned up my Les Paul, which mm. is like the Jimmy Page guitar. Yes, it Even is. In the studio, it wasn't the Jimmy Page guitar as much, but that's another discussion. Oh. On stage, it was the Jimmy Page guitar. That's what he played. He played Les Pauls. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Now, Cobb, as a lifelong fan of Zeppelin, what's your opinion on the song? Like it? I did. It, it works. Yeah. It works. It's now. Will you will you hunt with that in your ears, <laughs> or do you need silence? Well, you know, I prefer to be quiet. You prefer to be yeah. quiet. Yeah. yeah. You don't bring the boombox on. You don't You don't, you don't your, see many you know, animals you when don't you're have blasted. Your AirPods in. You don't have your AirPods in while you're hunting. No, but they. You know, I should have ear protection. Maybe I could put a pair. of... Earbuds in and earbuds be and out then, to that yeah. shit while I'm killing. You could, yeah. you could, I could, you could. Now, yeah. all right. So again, this week, very special episode. Uh, we have Jason Cobb in the house. We've been calling him Jay Swan, Swan Man. Yeah. I think I called him J Man before we went to break because that's a did. new one. That's, that's a new one. I just threw out there. J Man, what's up? What's up? So, uh, for people that are uh, from our area, they might recognize your name. People from outside the area. Could as well if they've already done a Google search. Um, but you are oddly a very infamous person in the Poconos. And I don't know exactly how long, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll ask you this right off the bat, how long it's been going on. 
but I've known you for the last six months or so, and maybe the last year even. And uh, since I've met you, I've known of the controversy around you that is you're the guy that hunts swans. Yeah. Those beautiful, yeah. majestic creatures. Yeah. You're that asshole. You're that guy. Yeah. Like, oh my. And the first time I met you and realized who you were, I went, I literally just saw something on Facebook yesterday about this. People bitching and moaning. And my immediate reaction was, well, if they're anything like geese, fuck swans. Yeah. Like, real. fuck swans. Well, they're like geese times 10. Geese times 10. Now, before they we get into that, other, don't they? Geese how and swan hate each other. They hate. They, they go to they go to town on each other. Will they fight? A go, they'll a get along most of the year until they breed. Then until the breeding, then the swans will. Okay. They'll be That's dominant. Nice. The swan will be dominant oh, yeah. over that. All right. Now, uh, are you, you're a local guy? You're here from the Poconos. Are you born and raised in the area? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, knowing that, <clears throat> you've been hunting since what what age? Hmm. Good question. Probably about nine. Nine. All right. So twelve. You know, right in that area. Damn. All right. So when uh, you were growing up and you were hunting, what were were the first uh, types of uh, hunts you were going on? What were you going after? Was it mostly deer, squirrel, deer, deer, squirrel, rabbit, rabbit, anything like that? Small game. Small game. Yep. Now, uh, at what point in your hunting life did the option of, or the idea of hunting swan come to you? About two and a half years ago, we were goose hunting and we saw swans on the Delaware River. So, knowing that they were mew swans and that they were legal game, we decided we were going to go ahead and shoot them. Okay. So, uh, probably for the last two and a half years... And after that first group that I shot, I I did a lot of research on them and figured out, okay, um, they're actually an invasive species. Okay. They don't belong here. Okay. They ruin our ecosystem. And quite frankly, as we'll find out tonight, they taste good. They, all right. Now, so, you say, and I've heard you say in the past, and I've never actually asked you this, uh, they are an invasive species. Correct. They don't belong here. Do you know where they do belong? Is there any spot that they are in, indigenous to? Because I'm assuming they were brought here because they were pretty. Right. And then Probably. somebody had a wedding yeah. and left a couple out, and then one well, thing leads to another, and it's it's not Florida with snakes, but, I mean, you're not flushing them down the toilet and getting anacondas showing up in your backyard. There's you giant know? rats down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, giant rats. But they, they uh, what was, do you know, uh, in your vast knowledge of the species, where did, where they originated from, where they came from, or why we have them here now? So they came from Eurasia and Northern Africa, and they were brought here as ornamental pets. Okay. And, and the philosophy was that they would keep the geese away from the ponds. And they will when they're breeding, but the rest of the year they don't really, they co-mingle pretty good. So okay. People put them on ponds, they bred, they had young, the young flew off, and now we've got a population of them that the ecosystem can't sustain, and uh, there is no closed season on hunting them because they're considered non-native. They don't belong here. They're, they're not protected under the Federal Migratory Bird Act. And and a lot of the things, when, when you can't, hunt something it it is because or when when you can't remove something from its natural habitat it is because it is part of the ecosystem yeah if you go and you shoot down all of the deer if you shoot down all of the squirrel 
you were fucking up a chain I'm just of picturing life. deer flying overhead, and right? Shooting <laughs> down, shooting down fucking Those reindeer. Those are reindeer. Those are reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Um, either way, and their their season's only open for about twelve hours. Okay. Um, <laughs> Santa jokes. Um, so, uh, what was your introduction to Swans? What what brought them? I mean, you said you, you saw them on the Delaware, yeah. And and you now you said you, you shot down kind of like a group of them. How many did you get the first time? Uh, we got two of them. Two of them. And was there any negative reaction right off the bat when you got those two? No. Nobody no. knew. You hunted them. It was legal. It was fine. Correct. You took them, and it would be like if you had shot a goose, nobody would have given a shit about it. Correct. All right. So when uh, when did it become a regular, I don't want to say hobby, uh, I alluded earlier and said habits, um, but when did it become a regular thing that you were, uh, you said two and a half years ago it started, when did you solidly go, let's fucking hunt some swan? Well, after I, the research? After the research, after I realized, after that first pair that we shot, and only from looking at the the book that the game commission gives you when you buy your hunting license okay. did I realize they were legal to shoot. So we we shot on the first time and it it sparked my curiosity. I'm like, all right, let's look into this. So they're not good for our environment, and there's an open season on them all the time, and they taste really good. So I came to the mindset that all right, well, when I'm out goose hunting or duck hunting, if I see them, yeah. Then I'm actually doing a Fair good thing. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. And, you know. Now, as far as uh, uh, outside of the swans, the goose, and the duck, uh, what is their season like? What is the, for people that don't know and aren't aware? What is the time frame during the year that you're able to shoot a goose or shoot a duck? Well, it varies. It's between September and you know the end of January, end of February for goose. Okay. Um, there's a 60-day duck season. There's a there's a different early season for goose and a later season for goose. And the is, duck season the, varies. Are, are the seasons based <clears throat> upon in any way like their actual uh, like their mating times and everything along those lines? So you're it, not shooting a pregnant duck or something along well, those lines. Well, it's based on their migration. So it gives uh, a fair balance of hunters being able to harvest the species without hunting them during the wrong time. So right. they give you so much time and then the season's over and if uh you know the geese right now are starting to mate and get on their nest, you're not having geese getting shot while they're pregnant. Fuck it. I feel like most people who don't hunt um don't realize they think, Oh, you just go out in the woods and just murder a bunch of shit. Like no, there's like cert the seasons are all set up so scientifically. Everything you know what I mean? Everything is done right. The reason that, you know, the national parks and forests, they're funded by shit like buying a hunting license. Yeah, sure. You know buying I mean? a people, duck stamp. People don't realize that hunting is not bad for the environment. Well, no, you, if you didn't hunt deer, then Hunting is good for everything. the environment. Like, yeah. realistically, there's a reason why we do it, to keep... Control numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah it's, it's not a bunch of bloodthirsty guys just going no. out and... I mean, you do blowing away whatever they do. see. Hey, now, once in a while, it's, hey, once it's, in a while, there's assholes in every in every group. Exactly. Though, no but matter it, what, it's different, what you it's do. different than some rich dude paying money for some to go guy to open hide, up a cage, yeah, shoot hunt, it, hunt, hunt and a tiger yeah. or a rhino or like something. That, yeah. That's fucking bad. And like, don't on do the on that side, most species that are protected are protected because they aren't 
procreating in, in the fashion that they need to, or they're being killed off quicker than they can procreate. The swans, they're not having any trouble, right? Like, they're, Well, they're not protected under federal law. They're not protected under the Migratory Bird Act. They're, they're not a native species. So um, what, what ends up happening is they breed, they create more, they uh, eliminate natural habitats such as aquatic. A, a male swan, an adult swan, will eat eight pounds of vegetation a day. Jesus Christ. That vegetation out of the water is habitat for fish. Food for other microorganisms. And it's not so necessarily the, what they were eating in their native land either. Well, so. correct. And so our native species can't sustain the loss of habitat. And they do chase away native species. They do kill baby ducks. They do impact the area in a negative way for what should be here. Yes, yeah. And that's why they're considered an invasive species. All right. Now, uh... What when 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 you go hunting for the swan? Uh, when you were first hunting, I mean, duck or geese or anything, is it is it as far as the approach of actually like what firearm you're using? Is that kind of the same feel? Uh, are you using the same? Uh, as, as you'll learn very quickly into this question, I'm not a gun guy at all. Okay. You you today have shot a gun probably or thought about sh- shooting a gun more than I have in my life, which is about like twelve times. Um, so. What was your what what is the the hunter's weapon of choice when it comes to swan? Is there anything specific that you use? Is it have you ever tried like outside of firearm using like bow for them or no? Okay, so I've used a twelve gauge shotgun most of the time. Okay. Other situations at longer distances, seventeen HMR rifle. Okay. Um I have thought about doing a crossbow. A crossbow, okay. The only problem with the crossbow is if the arrow doesn't go through the bird and it sticks in the bird, the dog that has to retrieve the bird out of the water for me yes. may be in danger. So I've been a little bit leery of that. Yeah. But uh, normally on a, on a bird like that, the arrow would go through and through, no problem. Okay. So, I mean... And then you just brought it up. Uh, you, you have your dogs with you. Um, yep. How many and what, what breed of dog do you use? So I have a couple Labrador retrievers, and one of them's trained to do waterfowl, and the other one is in training now with Great Lakes retrievers out in Michigan. And uh, the the one that I have now retrieves duck, goose, swan. He'll pheasant hunt. He'll small game hunt. You know, pretty much anything we do. Hell yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. My brother has that. Uh, my brother has English pointer. Oh, that's who, a good breed. He's a uh, he's a pheasant dog. That yep. pheasant that dove. Wild, yep, stuff Whale, like that's what wood, we mostly cock. deal with him. Yeah. Yep. And he's he's wild dude. It has so much energy. Well, yeah, it's you got crazy. that's a, that's a breed of dog you really gotta run yeah. all the. Well, you know what? If you dog, like to hunt and you hunt over a dog for the first time in your life, and you watch that dog work, find that bird, flush that bird, retrieve that bird. It's it's an experience that I can't even describe. Yeah, like, guys are going to be yeah. like, wow, you know, you just you love to hunt and you love to eat the animal, but then you watched another animal that was trained and bred to do that kind of work and retrieval, and it's like full circle. You're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know what, man, that's awesome. Yeah, Fuck no, yeah. it's yeah, it's great going out with the dog. I love that. Now, uh, with with the hunting, obviously there's there's been backlash for you. Sure. Um, 
when two and a half years ago you started doing the, the hunting of swan, how far into you hunting did it become a public issue? January 19th, 2017. So just over two years ago. When I shot the swan on Lake Valhalla. Okay. And uh, it, it created quite a public uproar. Now, describe from your your point of view, I mean, the whole act of you actually doing the hunting, what, what, what was the permission so, given, and, and then what was the time frame between you actually taking down the bird and then dealing with well, the public I, outcry? I was given permission to hunt on private property on the opposite side of the lake where I shot a swan in flight that came off of the lake and the the people that lived in the development of the lake thought that that was their pet because they had fed it okay. even, even though it's a uh, gotcha. you yes. know a bird that can get up and fly wherever it wants to fly and, and it'll it's, find food no problem sure. again 8 pounds of vegetation a day well yeah that's yeah. a different story I mean that lake is, is deprived of all nutrients now because of the swans that live on it but the swan that flew I shot it People witnessed it. They were upset. I mean, and it does look like a swamp over there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like no, it does. It looks like a swamp. Or, listen, uh, 15, 20 years ago, that lake was great for bass fishing, and and it, and it had a beautiful beach, and now it just looks like a shithole full of uh, stunted bass, and, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's not good. So you... Rich said that uh, that swan used to attack him on his way home every day. (laughs) (laughs) He said good riddance to him. Good riddance to him. Hell yeah. You know what? They're nasty. They are nasty. They are. So you you were witnessed shooting it. Did anybody get it on video or anything along those lines for the first one? No, they didn't get it on video, but they called the state police and the game commission. And everybody came out and investigated and, and determined that it was a lawful hunt. No laws were broken. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but then, then came the death threats and the the people, the messages from people who didn't understand, right, what was going on. Because now, in my cursory knowledge of the situation from talking to you at the bar, um, and just kind of seeing you know both sides of the outcry on on Facebook over the last few months. Um, it, it seems that most of the people, like you said, they think that they're pets. They're like a, a deer that comes up to your, your front yard and you can feed it out of your hand. Once that deer is in, in open field and able to be hunted, that's not your pet. That, that could be hunted. Um, was most of the outcry, in your opinion, based on what I see, it, it kind of is, that they're pretty creatures that people like looking at and they don't want to see them get shot. Right. Well, Do you think it's yeah, more no. in-depth than that? What what I always said was the same people that object to me shooting a swan because it's a be- and it is a beautiful creature. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Don't have a problem with me shooting a goose. True. Which so is our, just as majestic. Is that yeah. like not discriminatory? It is. No, I mean, is. I, I, I sure. you know, I oh, mean, definitely is. the same person who might say, well, I don't have a problem with you shooting a goose because they're nasty and they shit on the yard, but the swan is beautiful. It's beautiful. So we like it shitting <laughs> on our yard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we like it eating all of the vegetables. We don't mind the, we don't mind the downside. We, we just. Because it's nice when I pull into my house in my car and I look out over that pond and I see that swan and I Correct. go, 
I can afford where I live. So to make yeah. an analogy, it's like no one would care if they shot you, Kyle. Yes. But if they shot a specimen like me, they would be like, "Why?" <laughs> Everyone <laughs> would be very upset. That goose over there, but yeah. Jack the Swan over here. Yeah. Correct. Jack Correct. the Swan. No. You don't want to shoot just that double guy. Double checking to make sure that. Yeah, was that, that was. that's pretty that's fairly spot fairly on. accurate. Spot on. Fairly yeah. fucking accurate. Now, with your actual uh, the hunting of it. Um, is it a, a hunter's secret, or do you mind divulging your process of like actually scouting out and finding where you're going to be today to go possibly nab a bird? Well, with uh, with my reputation, obviously, people reach out to me. So I get reports. I follow other online sources and find out where the birds are, and we are in an area where they're flying through when they migrate because the, the greatest concentration of mute swans is in Long Island in eastern New York. Okay. So they they leave New York when the, the waters freeze and they fly back uh, when, when the open water and breeding time comes around and they're, um, they're through this area quite a bit. So if they're spotted somewhere in Pennsylvania and it's close enough, and I feel like going out and yeah. harvesting one. Yeah, sure enough. Fuck yeah. Now, what is the farthest that you have traveled, the furthest that you have traveled to uh, to, to, to try to hunt one? Probably down? about an hour and a half. An hour and a half? I try to stay within an hour. So is that is that based on just the travel time, or is that more based on the fact that by the time you get there, they might not be there anymore? No, usually when they're spotted on water, they're there for a couple days, or maybe a month or two before they move through, unless it's a breeding pair, and then you know they're there pretty much year-round. Okay. Um, But if it's further than an hour and a half away, uh, I'll post the sighting on the online group that follows it, it and let somebody else go take a chance at them. Hell yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now um, the, you, you've gone over kind of the like the legality side of things. Um, you said the first time that uh, you hunted it uh, on uh, Valhalla, um, they uh, called the game commission. They called you know state police. Um, how many times have you gotten into a run-in with the game commission? And has there ever been a question on the legality of what you're doing that you had to actually fight? Well, I've gotten into a circumstance where I've been investigated at least, I'd say at least three times. Okay. I mean, Valhalla was one. I was stopped by fishing game one time on the Lehigh River and checked in a park where no hunting was allowed and okay. no weapons were allowed. But under the Pennsylvania Constitution, you're allowed to open carry a weapon anywhere in the state you want unless it's... A prohibited area. Okay. So if it's not the city of Philadelphia or a federal building or a school or any of the prohibited areas, even if a township or borough posts a sign that says no hunting allowed and no firearms or no weapons allowed, you can lawfully carry a firearm into that area loaded. Okay. And then if you see a mute swan on public property, you can shoot it. And you can, it's it's not considered hunting, even if a municipality has an ordinance that says hunting is not allowed in that area, local laws can't supersede state laws. Okay. So the state constitution on gun rights and possession of guns and lawful discharge of weapons 
supersedes any township ordinance. These townships today, they're saying, well, you can't discharge a weapon in, in our township. You can't hunt in our town. You can't do that. The ordinance can only lawfully say that you cannot unlawfully discharge a firearm. Yes. You can lawfully discharge a firearm in the Commonwealth anywhere you want within a, a specified area, long as it's not restricted. And the township and county and city has no say over it. Now, you're obviously very well well versed in for the state of Pennsylvania. Do you know anything about necessarily the, the state of New York? Because you said that they come from that area. Is there uh, more strict laws in New York based on what can and can't be hunted in what time of year? And is that why they can gravitate to that area? Well, you used to be able to hunt them in New York, but in, I think it was November 2016, uh, Mayor Cuomo or Governor Cuomo at the time had signed a law uh, into legislature in the state of New York prohibiting the killing, harvesting, or uh, altering of eggs or harassment of mute swans. Okay. So they were once legal game there, open, open season, just like PA, and now they are not. And their numbers are just going to continue to increase. Yeah. So okay. we're going to see more here. And they're, you know, and that that's what I was going to get to. They're going to then, because the population will grow there, it's going to come through here because that's Correct. the migration have to migrate. Or, yeah. or path. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're one of only three states, I believe, in the nation that allows mutes one. Year-round or, or No, at, at all. all. At, at all. all. Now, so New Jersey passed laws protecting them. New York passed laws. Other other states have their you know their different states with nice gardens really want their fucking swans in their fucking lakes. <laughs> well, they, listen, if if there was only one or two and they look beautiful yeah. and you know it's one thing, but every year that that breeding pair is going to have three youth and then those youth are called cygnets and in the fall they'll grow up and then in the winter and spring like february when the adults decide to breed again they'll chase them off the pond okay so now they're gonna fly somewhere else yeah on your pond that you don't want them on start shitting on your lawn yeah start killing your dogs wait wait we already established this their yeah. shit's prettier their <laughs> shit's prettier they're white well they got rainbow long sparkles necks. in it or something they got they got rainbow sparkles and i'm pretty sure cotton candy comes out of their ass <laughs> i mean i'm 90 percent sure about made. that I'm not a doctor or a, I was going to say ornithologist, but I don't think that really works here. But I'm definitely well, not an ornithologist. I, I am I'm a beer doctor. Ornithologist. You are a beer yeah, doctor. I, sure. I do want to talk about this beer. Oh, right, right, right. I've been Jason, on. you, you oh, yeah. this? I've not taken a sip. Take so a sip. This shit's good. It's, let's oh, let's good. try this out. Like so this it. is Lagunitas, which is one of my favorite breweries. When I was out in California, I drank a little do, something, uh, something all the time. I love yeah. a good Lagunitas. So this is the Dark Swan Sour Ale. Now, I'll be honest with you. I am not a fan of sours in any way. I think uh, sour is cranberry juice is about as sour as I ever want to go. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what it reminds me of. But this... Like the, out, like the at the end has a very You've already taken a, little, like a couple yeah. sips there? Yeah. Now, what we're saying, this I'm is 7%, 7.9, something like that? 7.6, 7, 7, 7, 8. 7, 8, somewhere I'm around drunk there. So tonight. you are. I can't you read are. this anymore. Now, most, yeah. most sours are in like the 3 4% range because they are 
heavy in that sour flavor. They're not super. It, it's yeah. This isn't that sour. This isn't that type of sour. So I'm I'm gonna take it's my a first more sip here. Sweet. The dark yeah, swan it's sweet and bitter. sour ale. Sweet and bitter, bitter, bitter yeah. like cranberry. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah, it's good. I do too, Zach. Oh God, no! That oh yeah, I'm a fan ooh. now. That's almost that's, like you're getting a beer, and then you yeah, get this bitter. It's yeah. made with a red grape. That's you know. And you said that this uh, they was the Lagunitas that made the sparkling. Uh, yeah, they made the sparkling Swan. I don't. I haven't seen that around in a little bit. It's probably a, a seasonal thing. limited release. Yeah, seasonal. yeah, yeah. Well, even this one here. This is from their uh, their one hitter series. Yeah. Their one hitter series, which I can enjoy that name as, as much as anybody else can. Mm-hmm. Um, now, God, yeah, that, that that is tart, but that has a fucking beer taste to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The first time I ever had a tart beer, and the first and only time I've ever had a beer from Weyerbacher that I did not enjoy, I went to Floods, and as uh, Justin and I have become uh, used to doing, you just go, give me a beer, give me, give me a, a beer. weird beer, give me something different, give me just something I haven't had. Style That's what I like good. about Floods. The, it's the, so good The open uh, cases in the front of the Great. bar. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah, you know, give me a spot and lager. Give yeah. me a, you know, give me something different. Yeah, you know, just give me something I I wouldn't ask for. I'm not asking for it. Give it to me. I don't even so, want to look at the menu because yeah. I know there's so much beer yeah. here. Just hand just me a give beer. Give it. If, me, I, if I, do, I don't like it, don't I'm still paying for it, and I'm just gonna put it in front of you. And go. That wasn't for me. Yeah. And but if you like it, the next one. And if, if I like, like it, you find a beer. That is 90 percent of the way I find beer I enjoy. The first time I ever had a tart, I went into Floods and did that. I said, hey, give me a beer. And Drew comes out and he goes, oh, I got this one. He goes, he goes, this is a new one. And I was like, all right, sweet. He goes, it's from Weyerbacher. And I'm like, they're my favorite fucking brewery. I love it. Yeah. And he hands it to me and it just says Tart, T-A-R-T-E, period. And I went, all right, cool. Pours it in. He goes, you want a glass? I'm like, of course, I want a gay glass. Pours it into the gay glass for me. And he pours it into the gay glass for me. And I take a sip and I go, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this fucking God, it tastes like pure fucking sour mix. Like, I yeah. don't know why anybody would want to be sipping on this. This is God fucking awful. And then a couple months later, I was at Yard and they had uh, Yard's Pink, which is a oh, cranberry. Pink. Yards. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a very light sour. It's not a very heavy sour. Right. Um, I like but that it one. tasted more like beer. And that's why I kinda like it. So I can yeah. get behind this. This honestly so I tend to go for more. Wait, was gozes. that yards or trogues? Who Go- had the pink? Oh, oh no, it's yards, yards, pink. It was yards. P-Y-N-K, yeah. P-I-N-K. P-I-N-K. P-Y-N-K. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. Love mm. it. But yeah, But yeah, there is an actual ghosts. Ghosts. I can get into it. Oh, but yeah, no. This has this tastes like beer with a little bit of cranberry in it. So I can definitely you get behind drink, the fucking. You do want to drink more? Really, it really keeps making you want to take a yeah. sip. Uh, so you, uh, we've gone over the legality and everything like that, and and you've kind of hinted at and, and discussed a little bit on the reactions that you've gotten from people. Sure. Um, there have been threats um, well, you on said lives. To, also to your animals, right? Yes. So what? Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had two like, different guys uh, say, uh, how would you like it if I came and shot your dog? Because that makes it all right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That That is... It, it, I like, didn't realize there was a season on dogs. Is no, there, there is none. No season on dogs? No. And, Sorry. And, and as I responded to one gentleman, I said, if if you so much as touch one hair on my dog, I... I 
I'm I'll not responsible you. for skinning you alive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fuck. come on. Like you told me, you treat the, the, the you treat them like fucking kin. You treat them yeah, like they're like your you fucking kin. Absolutely. Pet, they, those they those dogs are are not only your pets, but they are part of your workforce there. Yeah, they're not so, pets. They're family. They're family. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. the way it should be on that. And so you've gotten threats on your dog's lives. Have you ever gotten anything directly on you? Anybody that has threatened you directly, either social media or through anything along those lines? God, I couldn't count how many times. What do you think is the reason? I know we went over before that it's... Do you think it's because people just don't know, they don't understand, they're getting in an uproar over something? Or do you think they genuinely love swans? I think it's people who don't understand, they're not fully informed, they're so irate that something beautiful was shot that they're willing to basically say it's okay to launch an attack of hatred on someone else just because we don't agree with that. Yeah. And that, you know, like I'm open to... I blame Listen. Peter too, Rich. Rich <laughs> yeah, he Peter. says I blame I mean, Peter. You know. Fuck yeah. yeah. Now... On the positive side of things, it has garnered you attention in the world of hunting. It has garnered you attention in people that are law-abiding citizens that know that, you know, I I, want to go out. I want to try to maybe go after something different. And if this is an invasive species, like you said before, I'm doing something good here for the environment. This is, if, if you really think about it. It's kind of a, a, a leftist movement in that way. You're doing something good for the environment. Yeah. You're yeah, trying absolutely. to help out the environment in a natural fucking way. Yeah, like, sure. that is the right way to go about these things. So what would you say is the highest praise that you've, you've garnered from your endeavors here? Well, besides from meeting a lot of different people from all over the country really who have reached out to me and talked about how they wanted to do it and they you know they would love to come here to our state and do it one day because it's legal um you know we've had some support from that also helps the economy yeah you know um uncle ted ted nugent yeah that's all right you did tell me about that so he reached out and posted on the uh one uh, Facebook post that included the swan shooting. I don't remember which one it was. It was uh, one that created quite a bit of controversy. And uh, he said, hey, man, nice shot. Fuck yeah. Wow. Hell yeah, and dude. You know, would you have, if you end. could have picked a person to have said, hey, man, nice shot, could you have picked a better person than Nugent? Not than Nugent. Close second would have been like Jim Shockey or Eva Shockey. All right. You know, like those those type of people that like, you know, Eva Shockey's whole uh, slogan is don't apologize. Don't apologize for doing what you know is right and people don't agree with. Fuck yeah. Why do you give in to what people think? Yeah. yeah. We're well, all in this world to do what we know is right. And if if you gave in every time someone said, I don't agree with you, even though you knew you in your heart you were right. Yeah. Where would we be? Exactly. And and, and in hindsight, that makes me really happy as to the lyrics that I wrote for the chorus was, Oh, mama, I'm not sorry. Oh, sweet Jesus, no apologies. No apologies. No apologies. No apologies. Fuck it. You are not doing anything that is legally wrong, that is morally wrong. If anything, you are helping and you are assisting. Now, one big thing that I think everybody that is not a hunter 
Um, and Zach kind of talked a little bit about it before. People real think quick. that you're just going out into the woods and just fucking hunting like an asshole. Real quick. Rich said that he's thought about hunt, getting into hunting just to know where his meat was coming from. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. now yeah. this kind of ties in there a little Pretty bit. Pretty much all natural, as best as you can get. I yeah. got a, we got a freezer full of deer meat here. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. hands down... That shit is better than any shit you buy at the fucking store. I'd rather eat that any day. hundred percent. If people want to get worried about the GMOs and the things that are going into their food, the things that are going into the byproducts that are going into the food that you're feeding your children to make them fucking sprout man tits at the age of 12. Um, Soy boys. Soy boys. You might might be more in favor of going after something that was locally sourced, locally grown, locally fucking killed. Now, for you, and what I was going to say, for what Zach kind of, like, led on to, the anger people get is, like, oh, you're, like, you're shooting something pretty, blah, 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 you're just an angry guy going out in the fucking woods, and you're shooting something just to shoot something, but the thing, the side of things that people forget is that most people that do hunting aren't doing it for sport, they yeah. aren't doing it necessarily for the trophy on their wall, they're doing it because... I can go out this morning, spend a few hours of my own time, my valuable personal time, Mm -hmm. and I can, in that time, do something that might be cathartic, might be a game in some way, but is putting food on the table or is doing something to further my personal, (coughs) my family, anything along those lines, I am providing in that way. What do you use the swans for? What are... After you got into shooting them, knowing that they were pests, what were uh, what what did you use the actual uh, the all of the parts? What did you use all the parts for? Well, so with any game, first I want to say that we, you know, I haven't bought meat at the store in years, other than lunch meat. Okay. So anything I make is either out of venison or pheasant or turkey or deer or goose or duck or swan you know we we self-sustain and that is a good thing yeah um the swan itself uh the meat that you get off it is more like beef less like duck and goose and you get a good sized chunk of meat off each breast and um however you want to prepare that's your own choice uh i brought some goose jerky tonight so you guys Some goose jerky? Or uh, swan jerky. Oh, I was going to say, you're not pulling one on us, <laughs> no, are you? No, no, no. Oh, this motherfucker's going to make us eat goose. Goose. No, I don't no. eat those goose dirty goose? motherfuckers. No, but the same thing with the goose. I mean, yeah. we either make it in a jerky, smoke it, um, prepare it in different ways, but everything gets used. Um, feathers get used to tie flies to go fishing with. Hell yeah. Um, wing feathers are kept for ornamental use or... or you know, if if you wanted a really nice fountain pen, I could hook you up. Fuck yeah, I need a yeah. quill here and there. So, you need a quill. But other than that, I mean, you know, it's uh, the meat gets utilized, and that's yeah. the most important part. Now, um, you, not just out killing them for uh, trophy hunting. It's, yeah. You know, have you stuffed any and had them set as a trophy in that way? I did have one actually done in a full mount after the taxidermist removed the meat. And we still were able to utilize the meat out of the bird. Oh yeah! But uh, I did have one full. Was that a special it. one for you? Was that a specific? That, that bird? was that was the one from Lake Valhalla. Lake Valhalla, <laughs> so, the one yeah. that used to attack Richard. Our yep. buddy in the yep. here. Richard, I got that shit mounted at my house. If <laughs> you, you want to see say it, hi. yep. <laughs> say hi. Now, is it mounted enough that he can give it a good kick in the balls, just at a good measure? Well, his his he's in a swimming pose, so his nuts are completely <laughs> concealed. But uh, you know. 
Fuck yeah. So you have, you've got one of them. I remember you, you were telling me that you had that you got one. A nice. Uh, stuffed. And I was thinking you should get one in the evilest pose, like the attack pose, like the wings up, the tongue out. Yeah. That would be the greatest bit of taxidermy ever to get, like an evil-looking fucking swan Hell yeah. taxidermy like that. And honestly, you could go to fucking metal shows with that thing and you just put it behind the drummer and just be like, what the fuck? Put a black light on it. Just yeah. different shit. It's white. It's like Black glow. Swan. Black Swan. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Dark Swan. Dark Swan. Yeah. Black Swan. There is a That's Black a Swan. That's a movie with the lesbian stuff. That's a movie with the lesbian yeah. stuff, which is a whole different show. <laughs> Movies with lesbian stuff is a different show. We'll do that with our trap I'm music. a Natalie Portman fan. Can I come sure. back for that one? You can yes. definitely. Okay. It's going to be uh, all of us just sitting here <laughs> quietly watching lesbian stuff happen. Uh, now, uh, you've made a group on Facebook. Yep. Um, and uh, what is, uh, and, and, and while I ask this question, get ready. If you want to start uh, getting that jerky ready for us. Absolutely. Um, we, uh, you started a group on Facebook and you've got over ha- a couple hundred followers already. I think like uh, almost 400. Almost 400 followers, um, which to put it into some uh, perspective, uh, we have been a podcast for a year, yes. and I think we're less than that. Yeah, we're like 130-something. Okay. So, uh, Two months. People, people are thoroughly enjoying uh, what you do. And By the way, if any of mm. any of uh, the, his oh, followers end up good. listening, yeah, hold on. welcome. Welcome to all of the wonderful uh, Hunters of the Swan. Now, what was the... Okay, well, let's jump right. into the jerky right here. What was the process for the jerky? Obviously, you dry it out and everything, but... but this is the regular right, non-spicy? So, so what I will do with the swan is I will hang it for a couple of days in dry-aged meat. Okay. This swan was hung in controlled temperatures for about five days before it was butchered. Then the meat went in the fridge for a couple more days. Then it was marinated with a dry spice. Then it was marinated with a, a sauce. And then it was it was actually made into jerky. If I didn't know, I would if think I'm eating beef. If you handed this to me... I would have mm-hmm. no idea. This is banging. Yeah, the this flavor is really, on that, really good. It is like... we. I definitely assumed the toughness Mm-mm. of the meat would be there. You said oh, you no. compared it more to, to a red meat. It's more yeah, than red meat. And you know what? It's a, it's a, this that batch turned out good. Fuck it's a, yeah! It's a very very. This is really good. Yeah. Oh my! And was dude. that the one so with the spice? You, uh, or was that, that was the spicier that was one. Spicy. Spicy. Yeah. I have a mild that one. You have a, a smokehouse or a dehydrator? No, I actually did this in the oven. In the oven. In the, in the oven. oven. Fuck. Really? Because Hell the dehydrator yeah. tends to de- you know dry it out a little bit too much. I would like to try it in the smoker, but uh, I gotta. If you want, my dad built his own smokehouse, and his on his on his back deck. He's yeah, got this. Dude. I'll show you a picture of it. It's fucking sick. He smokes everything. If you ever want to try, I could talk to him. Fuck yep. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah, can come dude. over and we could figure out. Uh, That's why they call it the snake of the lake. Snake, the steak of the lake. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wasn't eating beef. Literally, would not like. Would not. No, if you put this in a fucking bag. Well, I gave a piece to uh, someone tonight, and they were like, "Oh, what is that venison jerky?" I said, "No." Chewing, 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 trying to think, trying to think. And then you let her know. Yeah, it's 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 swan. swan. It's swan. Now, as uh, before we went on the air, you said uh, it's, I mean, I think you also said here, uh, it's mostly the the breast meat there. Yeah. Um, The neck, you've not really tried to do anything with the meat on there. Is there much meat on the neck itself? 
I'm not sure if there's that much meat on the neck. There's mostly breast meat. The legs are very muscular, not too, not too tasty. Mostly yeah. tendons, little strips of meat. I've tried the legs a couple times, haven't liked them. Okay. But um, there's a fair amount of breast meat off them. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Now going back to your, uh, and I mean that that again is fucking delicious, man. <laughs> um, going back to your Facebook group, a uh, couple hundred followers already. What is your uh, hopes with the group itself? What are what are the plans? What are you trying to build there? Well. The group's name is Pennsylvania Mutant Swans Unlimited. And the reason I created it was because I started to realize other guys besides for me out in the state are hunting them. And then there's guys in the country that want to come to our state to hunt them. Okay. And that's one thing. So people can post pictures and sightings and, and ask for recipes and ideas on how to mount them. But also to get people informed on... Um, what the regulations are and what the what the species is and how a lot of guys who like to hunt join the group and they said oh I never knew I could do that yeah and now all of a sudden you're seeing guys say oh yeah all right I saw one today I shot it how should I cook it how should I do oh, yeah. this you, you know and uh, I'm definitely shooting one if I see one fuck I'm oh, I'm a hundred percent I'm trying to strangle after it. after yeah. eating that, that I I can, t- I can almost that guarantee so you if that, that's, that's exactly what one. happened the first two I shot on the river we ate them and I said my God if uh, I see one of them again yeah that's why would you waste that opportunity why would you waste that opportunity yeah oh yeah now in in to kind of wrap it up and everything here what what would you say if wait before you get to any wrapping up can i try the the regular yeah you want to try the regular oh i'll definitely try the regular as well here try that that's that's mild yeah the spicy cool now in the being the swan man Uh being uh the guy who knows all right Knows everything that you do, um, and one of the, probably the, I mean, I don't want to toot your horn for you, but probably one of the foremost knowledgeable people on the subject, at least in, in our direct area, what is maybe one or two things that you wish everybody understood and wish everybody knew that might, maybe it makes your life a little bit easier, but maybe it'll just put people at ease on the actual idea of hunting them i mean maybe we've already gone over it but what would be the point to kind of drive in to people's brains on this just that they they don't belong here there are swans that you see migrating through the area that are native the trumpeter swan the tundra swan um and and those birds belong in our ecosystem but the mute swan was brought here as a uh ornamental pet and if if you like to fish if you like to look at ducks, if you like the ecosystem the way it is, you don't want them introduced into our waterways because it will adversely affect things. So as pretty as they are to look at, if people did a little bit of research on the species and what they were doing to the environment that yeah. they're in, they might realize, hey, maybe I ought to not buy a pair of them and put them on my farm pond. Maybe, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know? I mean, don't buy them because at some point they're just going to fucking show up at this rate, right? They're just sure. going to well, fucking show up there anyway. 
And then that's when you call call Jason Cobb to come yeah, over and take care of that. Right. Get yourself some smart jerky. This shit yeah. is really fucking. I gotta good. say the yourself. the mild yeah. version of it's still just as much fucking flavor. Yeah, yeah. it's still it's, dude. That is fucking that is banging there. Um, how do people get a hold of you? What was the name of the the group again? Pennsylvania Mute Swans Unlimited. And that's uh, available on, just on Facebook on right Facebook. now. On so Facebook right now. Public group, private group. It's a private group, so no one needs to know. Uh, uh, you know, because not everybody agrees with uh, what we're doing. So yeah, right. I used to post pictures of my hunts on my personal Facebook page, and some of my friends got upset seeing it. Sure. So we created a private group. You How do they on. get into that? Do they just apply for it? They can just go on there and, and uh, ask to join. And okay. I'll, you know, we'll gladly accept anybody who's willing to join the group and, Hell yeah. you know. Hell yeah, man. Interested in just what 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 the deal is, you know? Ask a question. I mean, I, I, I hope that anybody that actually listens to this, maybe who who may know of you and have had other thoughts just yeah. from just from hearing it, because know again, how informed you are, and like know you're not doing it for just like oh because fuck a social bird. media you know can I mean? be like, such a pain in the fucking dick about things that yeah. you'll get a post, and like I said, the first thing that I ever saw was like, can you believe this madman? Like, can you believe this psychopath? All this stuff. And then you came and those the are bar. nice words. And those were, yeah. and I met you, and I, I can believe this madman. I can believe this psychopath because you're not fucking doing anything wrong. No, yeah, Again, yeah. the idea, no apologies, fuck it. You are doing something that helps out the economy, or not the economy, well, the economy. It does help the out the economy. You're not, you're not wasting what, yeah. you're, what you're shooting yeah. and, and gathering. And, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you respect and that. And if people could taste what we just tasted, oh, if people understood how good that can taste, they probably would be on the same fence that they are with pigs. It's the same pigs thing are I feel cute. about, well, like, you go to that store, tasty. You go to that store at the crossings at, at the jerky outlet or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people are buying alligator elk. jerky yeah. and yeah. elk jerky, and, everything. Yeah. and it's all great. I had and kangaroo jerky maybe, from them. Maybe, maybe. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll open up your mind a little bit and sure. say, you know what? Because i got to say, a kangaroo is more like a human being than a swan yes. is to me, human and I delighted chest. in eating that. <laughs> The it whole upper body amazing. of a kangaroo yeah, is exactly. weird, what are you thinking? Yeah. Our, our neighbor's jerky, you know. When he died, we made jerky out of him. It's great. Uh, he was it? a smoker, so it was pre-smoked. Oh, it right. was pre-smoked. My, my jerky is going to be incredible because I've been... Seasoning? Slowly seizing myself yeah. with smoke and whiskey and, whiskey and bourbon, bourbon. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. whole life. Good bourbon, yeah. fuck yeah. Well, Jason, I want to say a big fucking thank you for coming on, yeah, man. man. Thanks for having me, man. This was super informative. Anybody, again, like Justin kind of already said, anybody that's listening, if, if you're unaware of things, you got to do research. You got to fucking sure. look into things and not just jump on the bandwagon of this is upsetting that's to me. That's what social media is, though. And it the is. The quick decision of, and do you know I what? like this or hopefully, don't I like this? Hopefully people start yeah. wising up a little bit or just fucking stop social media. I guess at that point, stop fucking being Hashtag involved. Hashtag stop social media. Be like, be like Jack over here. <laughs> get off, yeah. get off the social. Get media. off the, get, get off, off the media. You know, unless uh, you're on the, you know the. 
I'll let you, you specifically Mute Swans Unlimited Mute Swans Unlimited. Then don't get off the media. Then don't. Yeah. Stay on there and spread the good word. Well, again, man, thank you very much for coming on. That was fucking delicious. Yeah, again, dude. very thank fucking you. informative. And thank and, you for the thanks, beer. Guys. And thank yeah. you for the fucking beer. The best, the best guest ever. Fucking Brought, brought jerky and food beer. and booze. Food, booze, food, conversation. Yeah, fuck you, Richard. <laughs> fuck you, everybody else. <laughs> no, no, not Richard. No, 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 no Richard's on your side. Sorry, Richard. Richard's in the chat. You're saying that. Either way. Either way. Uh, as always, a big thank you to Mr. Justin Olipato for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Everything Evil said about Richard was a Justin's opinion. It was just strictly uh, his opinion. And Richard, Sorry, Richard, you can take it out with him. Uh, <laughs> he's laughing. We're he's good, laughing. buddy. He's We're laughing. He's laughing. All right. And also, Mr. Zachary. Shoot those fucking swans. Stormy. Yeah, buddy. Zachary, shoot yeah, those man. fucking sta- swan stars. Oh, don't shoot Stop. the storm. Stop. Shoot the fucking storm swan, man. Shoot the storm and swan. Don't shoot me. Come on, man. Uh, so it's all good. And all for good. Uh, TV guys, also go and check out our uh, brother-sister love podcasts over there at Moot.TV. We've got White Wasabi, and we've also got Let Me Ask You a Question, hosted by Mr. Anthony DeAngelis and featuring yes. Greg Amann and our wonderful super producer, EJ5000, yes. that every Monday we drop on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. For Kyle Mocha, Won't Shut Up. I am Kyle Mocha. We will be back next week. And maybe we're going to play some trap music for you next week. Who knows? Oh, God. Who? According to Zach's, oh, God. I'm assuming, yeah. (laughs) We're we're going to have to write raps again. Remember how I'm going to rap? I rapped real well last time. I don't know about you. Well, all right. We'll all write. Everyone has to write a verse for next week. Trap raps. These don't have to be insults. Yeah, I'm Jay Swan. I'll be back. (laughs) Jay Swan will be back in the house. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Here's our closing theme song to close this out, as it will. To play us out. Play us out. Yeah. Fucking things broken. Fucking things broken. We won't do it live. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid. Some will be total experimental pieces of shit. Oh, we're not over yet. Now we are.